friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren, and today on this podcast, we are going to be talking about all things Black Friday. So the title of this podcast is Don't Run a Black Friday Sale, Do This Instead. And I actually have really strong opinions about running sales and offering coupons and discounts kind of in general. Um, which I have talked about before on the podcast and in the community. But Black Friday maybe feels a little bit different to people because it is such a heavy time for discounts and sales and coupons and, you know, new products or just trying to get people's attention through offering them something that you don't normally offer them. But one thing that I want you to think about if you are sort of tossing around a Black Friday strategy and wondering if you should, every year at Black Friday, I get asked this question over and over again, like, should I run a sale? Should I do a huge discount? And like, how am I going to be able to do that? Because you know, my profit margins aren't high enough to be able to sustain whatever percentage off that you see from large retailers and big box stores. I want you to really think through from a consumer perspective and even you as a buyer um, who I would presume also buys from small businesses and other, you know, handmade artisans like people on Etsy, just like us, Um, Are you really having that expectation for your favorite small business or your favorite handmade artist that they're going to be able to compete with or participate in these sales and discounts and coupons and all of this stuff the same way a larger retailer or a big box store would be able to do that? My answer to that, both as a buyer and a seller, would be no, especially during these COVID pandemic times and the push for smaller businesses that we have seen over the past two years, which has been great. I love a sale as much as the next person. I am totally a bargain shopper in some ways, in some scenarios and instances. But part of why I am buying from a handmade seller or an artist or an Etsy business is to support that person. I don't expect them to work for nothing. I don't expect them to have no profit margins or that they're doing me a favor by selling me this product at wholesale costs or at cost of making it. I would not expect that, and I don't want that for them. I want them to be able to run a profitable business and do something that they love doing while still being able to make money from it. I was actually just looking at candles the other day, um, and if this student is listening, hi, I bought some candles from you. Um, I was looking at candles on Bath and Body Works the other night, and I was asking my sister, you know, what are your favorite scents? Because my sister is a huge candle person. 
And she was telling me, but then I was looking, I was Googling, like, what are some brands with, you know, the best scents and stuff? And I was like, why am I doing this? You know, I like Bath and Body Works candles, but I know that they are super perfumey and like very artificially fragranced, even though sometimes they smell good, sometimes they're a little bit overpowering. But like, why am I buying from this huge business when I have all of these people at my resource, you know, to be able to buy from that I would love to support someone in their business. So I ended up going on and, um, buying from one of the students in my Scale Your Sales program that had some um, enticing Christmas scented candles. And there wasn't a comparison for me in terms of price. Of course, it's going to be cheaper to buy from Bath & Body Works. I know that. Um, But that's not why I'm buying from a smaller business. I'm buying from a smaller business and from a, you know, solopreneur, Etsy seller, because I want to support that business and I want to buy directly from the person who's creating it. And I want something that's less artificial, higher quality ingredients, all of those things. So I would not expect then to turn around and have that person mark those candles down by 50% for Black Friday. I know that that's not reasonable. Now, maybe I am not your typical consumer because I do run a handmade business. So I have that, just like all of us, have that back inside of it where you know that your profit margins are not going to be high enough to be able to discount in a heavy way like big box retailers can do. And so that expectation is just different. I think that this is a big mindset shift as a consumer, but also as a business owner to allow people to recognize that about you, your products and about your um, unique selling proposition to the market versus saying, if I want to look at the candles that I'm buying, I know that buying from Bath and Body Works is going to be cheaper. I know that then probably Walmart is going to be even cheaper than Bath and Body Works or like my local Publix is going to be even cheaper than, you know, Bath and Body Works. But that's not why I'm buying it. That's not what ultimately made that decision for me was not the price. I wanted something that was high quality. I wanted something that had better ingredients, that wasn't mass produced, that wasn't as artificial, that had a nicer looking label, all of these things. So when you are able to view your products as high quality, personalized, custom made, something that some aspect of it, whatever it is that you're selling, that's different than what these mass produced products have, you understand that you're not necessarily competing with larger retailers in that way. You both have, you know, and I don't buy every single thing that I buy in my life from small businesses. I think that it is a balance where there are times that you know, I just buy Publix brand spaghetti because I just need some basic spaghetti. (laughs) And, you know, like there are places where I am comparing price over price. But when I get into things like most of us are selling gifts or things for my house that I want something special, like I'm buying this because I want it to be something special, then all of a sudden that conversation changes about what you're prioritizing um, in terms of like what ends up making that decision for you to buy. 
And that's kind of a, a larger part of a larger conversation about pricing and running your own business in general. But when you're looking then at Black Friday and running a discount and marking things down and having way lower profit margins because you've discounted your items, I want you to keep it in mind. Can people buy a monogrammed baby blanket on Pottery Barn Kids and potentially get a coupon and get a discounted item during Black Friday and get their monogrammed baby blanket cheaper from Pottery Barn? Of course, but that's always true. Pottery Barn's always running sales. They're always having coupons. It's always going to be a mass retailer, and I'm not competing with that. That's not any more or less true during Black Friday. And so I don't feel a need to try and compete on a price level because those businesses are just completely separate. They're completely different. People are buying from me for a certain reason and recognizing what that reason is and leaning into it as your unique selling perspective and what you have to offer to the market and why people are making that decision to buy from you is really important in recognizing the value that you're offering that doesn't necessarily need to be discounted. So that is my TED Talk about not offering discounts in general. But that being said, um, I do think that there are places where it can be beneficial for you or things that you can do to Black for Black Friday to get in front of people and to participate in that buying season without just discounting your goods. One of the huge things to do, especially this year, and if you haven't already, get on it yesterday, is to make sure that you're ready for the holidays in terms of your supplies, your materials, your packaging, your gift wrap, whatever you have that you need to be ready. I talked about this weeks ago in the episode called Etsy Holiday Prep 2021, which you can find on my website. Um, but you need to be able this year, especially to get things out as quickly as possible. Quick is going to be the name of the game this holiday season, and we don't want to be delayed in getting out orders. Not only is that going to hurt things in your shop, like your visibility in the Etsy search and the Etsy star seller, which people have varying opinions about how beneficial that is and if they care and if they want to prioritize that and whatever. But I do think that that is going to play a piece in your visibility and getting found on Etsy this year and this holiday season. I think that that's part of why they implemented it um, several months before the holidays was to give it sort of a rollout before the holiday season and to say, hey, look, this is what we're prioritizing. We're prioritizing good reviews, quick response to messages, and shipping that is accurately stated so that people know what to expect in terms of how quickly you're going to ship things out. Um, And they have also prioritized on the back end, if you look at your shipping settings and the shipping profiles that you can set, it used to be that the drop-down menu had like one to two days, three to five days, five to seven days, one to two weeks, whatever. Now it only goes up to like, I can't remember if it's three to five or five to seven. And then after that, you have to have a custom custom time frame. So what they're saying is we really want you to get this out within five to seven days or whatever that guideline is. And then after that, you're going to have to like put it as, okay, I'm going above or not above and beyond. I'm going beyond what your expectation is. 
and I'm going to put this as a custom one. So Etsy is telling us they have told us through the things that they prioritize. They have told us straight out in emails and things that they have put out. Getting things out quickly is important. It is also extremely important, and I talked about this on the shipping episode, to get things out quickly because of shipping delays. The postal service has already laid the foundation that things are gonna be delayed this holiday season. Um, And so what you don't want is a whole glut of orders that happen that then you're not prepared to fulfill. You don't have the materials you need. You don't have the shipping supplies. You run late. All of a sudden, all of those orders are not going out within your stated processing time. Etsy's all mad at you. Your customers are all mad at you. The post office is running late and you're very stressed. We don't want to do that. Um, And again, that Etsy holiday prep 2021 episode, I did talk about this, but make sure that you're cutting off those orders early enough that you are going to not be overwhelmed and not be running late and that you're just very ready for the holiday season, whatever that entails. If this is your first holiday season, it is very hard to plan for that. Um, And so my recommendation would just be to be as prepared as you can, be willing to cut off orders or to run out of supplies rather than ending up with a whole bunch of seasonal stuff left over um, where you're carrying inventory for a whole year. Another thing that I think that is really important, particularly around Black Friday and because there is so much commercial push around the holidays for shopping, is just to stay in front of people. I talked about this a little bit last week in the email marketing episode, but even if you don't have an email list yet, do you have a community anywhere, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Pinterest, whether it is an email list, TikTok, whatever you do that is your thing that you like, now is the time to stay in front of people. Don't worry about looking salesy or feeling like you are selling things all the time. Everyone is selling things all the time at the holidays and people are looking to buy. So this again goes back to a little bit of a mindset shift. You have a product that has value. You have a product that people like if they can find it. You have a product that fills this thing, this niche or this void or whatever you want to call it, that someone is looking for, whether it's buying for themselves or whether it's buying a special gift for someone for the holidays or it is a, you know, whoever that person is that they're looking for, you are giving them the opportunity to find this product and to buy it and to have it be that special thing for whoever they want to give something for or themselves. So stay in front of them. Post regularly on your um, your platform, whatever whatever your community is or wherever you have that. Stay in front of people through email. Stay in front of people through your social media. Just let them know you're here. Here's what you have to offer. That doesn't mean you're like begging for sales, although I do think it's important to ask for the sale. You know, here is this new product that I have. It makes the perfect gift for your mom or the perfect teacher gift for your five-year-old's kindergarten teacher. You know, head to whatever my website name is.com to buy today ships within three days and now, you know, it's not too late or whatever you want to say. Um, But giving people that opportunity to to buy from you and to have that um, special thing 
don't worry about feeling salesy. A lot of people get hung up on that, especially on social media. And I think that it's really important to work on that mindset shift when you have a brand. Nobody is offended by somebody selling something to them. Nobody is looking at your Instagram and saying like, oh, I can't believe this Etsy shop is trying to sell me something. Of course you're trying to sell them something. You're a business. The only time that people get offended by it is when you pretend like it's something else. Like those people, you know, from high school that text you and they're like, hey, I'd love to get coffee. And then they try to sell you stuff. That's the only time people get mad about selling, being sold to. Everyone is buying things at the holidays. Everyone is looking for things to buy. It's a great shopping season. Everybody's in the shopping mindset and sort of just ready to to do that. So staying in front of people, reminding them of your products, reminding them of how it can fill that niche in their life or be that perfect gift and all of those things is really important. If you do want to run a sailor coupon, I would recommend that you do it for people who have somehow engaged with you. For example, do a coupon code for your followers on Instagram and only announce it on Instagram. Or do a special discount if they sign up for your email list. Part of why I don't, a huge part of why I don't like running a sale directly on Etsy is that those people are not engaged with you already. They likely just stumbled across your listings in an Etsy search and they're buying because they like the item. But they probably would have bought the item anyway, even if it wasn't on a discount or on sale. If you feel like you absolutely must have a sale for Black Friday, make sure you have a way of continuing the follow-up after that sale, building rapport with people afterwards so that you can use that discount as a way to build up your repeat customer base down the road. Otherwise, what ends up happening, and this is what I have found in the past when I have run sales on Etsy, like directly on the platform, is that you know, maybe on a Black Friday weekend, I would have had 10 sales, but instead I had 12 sales. But now my revenue for those sales, you know, my revenue for what I have sold is the same because I offered this discount. So now I'm just out more money in product costs and my profit margins are lower per item, but I have to do a little bit more work for it. Um, That is not my favorite way to work. My goal is not to have the same amount of sales or the same amount of revenue, but more work. My goal is very much the opposite, to have more revenue with less work. So I find that it's like, I I think running a coupon or a discount on Etsy just for everybody that stumbles into your Etsy store is kind of like having, you know, let's say you go to the grocery store. You buy everything you want at the grocery store. You weren't looking at the prices. You're just getting what you need. And then you walk up to the checkout line And the cashier is like, oh, we have a 10% off coupon. And you're like, well, sweet, I'll take your 10% off coupon. But you were going to buy all that stuff anyway. (laughs) So they just offered you a discount, but you were going to buy that stuff regardless of if there was a discount or not. Versus somebody, let's say, mailing you a coupon because you bought something from them in the past 
or a social media account saying, hey, we have this discount going on for just for Instagram followers. And you saying, ooh, I have been looking at that product, but now I'm going to buy it because I was already engaged with this brand. I was already engaged with this, um, you know, business and the products that they have. But now that coupon is going to tip me over the edge because I already liked their products. I just needed a little bit of incentive to buy. It's just a different uh, a different way of approaching it, but I find that when you're running a sale on Etsy, it doesn't really seem like it increases your sales or your revenue. It, it seems like the people that were going to buy would have bought anyway and you're just making less money for the same amount of sales. So all that to say, if you are new to Etsy and you don't have a following outside of Etsy, I would not worry about running a sale. It's not likely to boost you heavily in the search, although Etsy says that you'll get a boost if you run whatever sale they're wanting you to run at the time. That can be a little bit dependent on how busy your business already is um, and also what your profit margins are. If you have super high profit margins and you can offer 10% off and it's no skin off your back, you're the only one that knows those numbers in your business. I think for most of us and for most of the people that I see coming into my Scale Your Sales program, it's not that's not really the case. That's not what we're not saying like my profit margins are so crazy. I just don't know what to do with all of this extra money. Usually it's the opposite. Like I'm running pretty slim margins and how can I increase these margins? So, um, you know, obviously (laughs) I'm not the be all end all of telling you what to do in your business and people are free to run a Black Friday sale if they want to. I don't want you to feel like you have to, particularly if you are new, you don't have a following outside of Etsy. The only traffic that's coming into your Etsy shop for the most part is coming in from the Etsy search. I don't want you to feel like you're going to not be able to get found during the holidays or you're not going to be able to get your little corner of the market without running a sale. I never run sales other than signing up for my email list. That is the only coupon that I ever really offer. And, um, you know, maybe I could have more sales at the holidays if I ran a sale, but I would be having lower profit margins and trying to churn out more orders. And that, again, is really not the goal. I would focus your energy on being organized for the holidays, getting all of your holiday listings up, ready to go, quick turnaround, very fast, you know, processing times. Um, Go back and listen to that shipping episode if you want to play around with USPS versus UPS if you have heavier items and streamlining your processes so that you can take advantage of the holiday buying season, not be overwhelmed, not end up behind and give people a really good shopping experience where you're going to get the sales and the revenue and then good reviews, happy customers that you can follow up with later for repeat sales and all of that. If you are new or if you're not new to Etsy and you already have past customers or a community, a follower somewhere, I would really focus on staying top of mind for people to return to you and for people to think of you when they are planning out their gift giving for the holidays, their teacher gift, their gifts for parents, Secret Santa, all of these things. And I would give coupons if you feel like you want to or you need to or whatever. Give coupons to people who are engaged with you in some way, who have shown interest in your business, who are already following you, watching what you're doing, and you're just going to give them this little push to tip them over the edge of deciding to purchase during this season. 
I hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Best of luck in your Black Friday sales. I can't wait to hear how it goes for everyone. And let me know your thoughts or if you've had a different experience with Black Friday sales in the past. I would always love to hear it. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now.